0: Good morning, Jim Laird here from Largo, Florida. Hope you're having a great morning. Um, first of all, I want to start off with an apology. I apologize. Yesterday we had some issues with the webinar, our internet froze up. It's it's funny here, we we get, especially in the afternoons, we end up getting a lot of, um, internet, just a lot of bugs in, in the internet, um, here in Tampa. So, and I know a couple other people that are having the same issues we are with, um, with their internet kind of uh, freezing up, so we are going to be redoing that webinar we did yesterday. We have everyone that's registered for it; uh, we have their emails. So we'll, when we when we reschedule that, we will send an email out to you so you can so you can check it out. So, thank you for uh, for tuning in, and we apologize we apologize for that. So yesterday, uh, I did a really uh, interesting interview with with Mike Cobb from ECI Development. We're doing our retreat in Nicaragua. Check that out if you're interested. Uh, we talked about, you know, a lot of people get the wrong impression when it comes to Nicaragua, and uh, so that will be uh, that'll be helpful for you if you're interested in, in going. Because we get a lot of questions, we get we getting a lot of emails about the retreat, especially since it's like. I mean, it's coming up fast november december january boom the retreats here it's crazy uh how fast this year has gone by so um this morning's topic i i've just gotten done uh and, and the ai uh huberman atia melatonin warming 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 i didn't notice. Warming. should be warning don't you guys just love uh, jim's little spelling errors well this is actually the ai uh spelling error because i got this
1: i misspelled that
0: well the ai did it but it ranks like when you when you when you rank it in search it's like off the chart for searching so i don't i i just i just not a great proofreader
1: whatever it is
0: that's not one of my it's not one of my uh melatonin warming i'm
1: trying to figure out what melatonin warming
0: would be yeah so warming your melatonin up before you take it's not a good idea doesn't make it work any better but i was just i was just telling them how uh <laughs> yesterday we had some internet shenanigans uh with our webinar and we're going to be redoing can't use that. that word with multiple contexts like that jim it sounds weird okay internet technicalities problems, problems technicalities problems. problems with our internet connection it was cut issues up. issues yeah so we're going to be redoing that we'll send an email out to the people that registered for the webinar and then uh, but you need to get our email list because next week we have another webinar, and I think it's uh, it has something to do with testosterone because we have to go back and uh, redo one of the testosterone modules that we did from before. So that'll yep. be a good one. So uh, this tweet that's in the description is basically, the, in a nutshell, Peter Atia talks about how um, a lot of melatonin supplements have a lot more melatonin in them than they say, and then Huberman retweets it and like, this is because Huberman's not a big fan of melatonin, neither is Dr. Jack Cruz. Um, so what, you know, everybody kind of has a different, uh, opinion on this. And I know you use, you know, in your practice in appropriate situations, you will use high dose. I used high dose melatonin right. to help my sleep, you know, from recovering from a head injury to help my sleep get going in the right direction. So yeah. you know, could you give us some context? I know, I know Huberman has a, a video where he talks about, a certain study that that basically talks about melatonin causes chemical castration essentially Uh, um so give us your take so the literature on this can be very it can be
1: spun in a way that if you don't understand what actually happens with patients you can get very confused Mm -hmm. so um i saw one of these these clips somebody sent it to me and she said What do you think about this and it's a clip of Huberman talking about i think it was on rogan about how melatonin will cause a siberian hamster's gonads nuts to shrivel up from like the size of a marble to the size of a grain of sand and i'm sorry a grain of uh, rice not sand that's big that's actually very normal for siberian hamsters because the siberian hamster doesn't want to be bringing young into the world when it's negative 80 degrees on the kamchatka peninsula and there's no sunlight right so you have to understand you have to think about this in terms of well what does this animal do and where does it live and how does melatonin work in that environment so melatonin and all and melatonin helps seasonally breeding mammals like siberian hamsters polar bears caribou elk figure out when to make babies so they don't bring babies into the world in the middle of a snowstorm Uh, and that's very important right like if they screw that up everything is over you know those animals would go extinct if they didn't have a good solid seasonal breeding schedule. Humans are weird in that we break a lot of rules. And we are not seasonally breeding mammals, but we live in places where all the other mammals are seasonal breeders. You will, if you look very hard at the literature, you'll find some studies that show that humans have a a seasonal pattern of reproduction in high latitudes, Finland, Norway, Sweden is where this data comes from. So, such that would suggest there's more sexual activity during like J- June, july and august or june you know when the days are longer there's more resources are abundant you have more time to get into tr- into shenanigans right and then nine people, months people later are wearing people are wearing less clothes people wearing less clothes right mm-hmm. um and then nine months later the babies are born in april may that's a very slight increase for the record it's not that big of a deal and in some studies you won't even see it you'll see the same thing with the testosterone literature there's not a seasonal variation in testosterone in men at least in as far as we've been able to measure it and i would i would point out that this has only been possible since the advent of artificial light so i'm not convinced that there's not a seasonal variation i've just never seen anyone document it so melatonin does suppress sex steroid hormones uh however we may not be able to infer that say 10 milligrams or 20 milligrams or 5 milligrams of extra melatonin a night is going to suppress your sex steroid hormones in the real world. I've never seen anyone do that study either. And even if it did, how big of a deal would it be? You know, would it not be transient? You can do things and people do do things like go into what we call darkness meditations where they'll spend 48 hours in complete darkness during which your melatonin levels steadily rise. Until finally, another enzyme system gets activated that creates. I think it's it's called the spirit molecule, and the actual name for it escapes me. But you will go into a hallucinogenic state, or you'll start hallucinating. I should say because you're producing a hallucinogen from melatonin within your own body. So you know, is then those people have never reported you know hypogonadism or low testosterone or low sex steroid hormones after that. Yeah, we can ask. We can ask Aaron Rodgers about that. Oh, that's right he did the darkness meditation didn't he i remember hearing about that he did like
0: three four days in complete darkness yeah
1: that's, so that's great. you know all of this context is important because you know i've never seen anyone take melatonin and have it meaningfully impact their hormone profile uh and that's not to say that it's not possible but i've never seen it i've never heard of it You know, where is the evidence? We've had melatonin as a supplement for 20, 30 years. People have been using high doses of melatonin for a long time now. Maybe someone will eventually find somebody who where this happens. There's one case report of a guy, a very, you know, teenager who didn't go through puberty and they couldn't figure out why and they they finally went back and ran a melatonin level and it turned out that he had enormously high melatonin levels even in the middle of the day. His mechanism for suppressing melatonin that's dependent upon light and all of us must have been broken so they actually gave him exogenous uh testosterone and exogenous hormones to artificially push him through puberty and then at follow up years later he was able to come off of these things and have a natural uh, uh hormone production at least from what i recall but that's one case report one person who's very unusual and who who knows why that happened to them so all of that gives you some, hopefully some context of, there's no real danger to melatonin. It's all hype. Now, that's the the danger, right, at least short term. Is there potentially more long-term problems or other contexts where I'd be more wary? I've never had reason to use melatonin in a child, ever. And I'd be wary of that because if melatonin suppresses puberty, which we believe it does, then, we would we should be very wary of um of uh of using it in kids because you might prolong their um which well, more and, and a ten
0: and a ten milligram dose for a kid is like it's a lot great. you would not it's, great. So it's like it's like a kid like parents don't understand like if you get a kid like a three year old, two year old like an entire apple, that yeah. is like a massive dose of sugar. Or like, right. you know, caffeine too. Like <clears throat> You know? So the dose matters, and the duration matters. You know,
1: I'd I'd be shocked if there's ever been any child harmed by one or two nights of melatonin for restlessness. Yeah. Well, the, the other problem thing that people but, need to know is that and think about is people are running around saying, "Oh, well, melatonin is dangerous." Well, your cell phone suppresses melatonin production in your body, and if melatonin right. is responsible for making childhood the appropriate duration and delaying puberty then could cell phones shift the age of menarche forward could could girls go through menarche earlier could boys go through puberty earlier oh absolutely. i mean i'm very concerned i'm much more concerned about the use of cell phones by kids than melatonin
0: by far well but the problem is these parents and i read an article about this these parents mm-hmm. are like the kids are on you know screens all day they never go outside their circadian rhythms mess and they just pop we give them a pop of melatonin at night and they you know out they go you know that that's that's the problem Sad. is that people are you know living an indoor life and then trying to use melatonin to fix it like it's just like you know, it's like people we deal with in the practice that are like you know working 60 hours a week they're you know why am i tired yeah. put me on trt put me on put me on this put me on that yeah. instead of addressing the fact that they need to do a better job of taking care of themselves right absolutely
1: it's a disaster and so the, the other um context right would be melatonin in middle life mm. uh or you know anywhere from let's say 20 to 50 i rarely have ever used it in those age ranges for more than a short period of time nights to weeks a reset yeah and you did that and you were actually the first person where i i recommended melatonin at a much much higher dose uh and it worked and it really i mean you you tell people what a difference it made for you
0: well, I was, I literally couldn't sleep for more than three hours. And right. I'd, I'd been, I had had a head injury. And he said, you know, start taking melatonin. So I went, you know, 20, 40, 60, 80, you know, 100, nothing, 120. And then I, it, it didn't yeah. really have an effect until about I got over 300. And then right. it, it got me from three hours in sleep a night to like six to seven. Right. Right. And And I'm still working on getting my sleep as good as it was before my accident but, um, uh, it definitely got me going in the right direction. It gave me a nice little kick, right?
1: And who knows how head injuries affect melatonin levels. I've never looked into that, but the bottom line here, right. Is that Jim was in a bad place with his sleep. If you can't sleep, you can't really heal. And if you've ever struggled with sleep, you know, how crazy making that is. It will make Mm -hmm. you crazy. If you can't sleep in fact, one of the most reliable and one of the most I think cruel forms of torture is sleep deprivation. That is correct. So it took Jim from really struggling with his sleep to at least being able to get a night of rest. And, you know, there's all this data on the regenerative, rejuvenating powers of melatonin, which is part of why I use it in acute injuries, people with colds, flus. That's why guys like uh, Pierre Corey and um Paul Merrick have been using it for years in uh acute illness. So you know, that, that's where there's a place for it. Acute problems in middle life, definitely. And then the other place I'll use it is in people who are in later life. And the reason why I'm not so worried about it there is that, you know, I'll have women come in who are debilitating, having debilitating hot flashes and a little bit of melatonin. And, and it's not a little bit in relative terms, but you know, 10, 20, 30 milligrams. And all of a sudden those hot flashes are gone. Uh, I've, I've seen that more than once. Now, I never use that lightly. It's almost always in a situation where somebody says, look, I'm totally exhausted. I need an out. And I'm always very clear with them, as Jim was saying, we really want people to understand that this is not about taking a pill forever. It's about taking a pill now to get a result you need so that you can get your life and your lifestyle and your diet in order. Because, um, and then that's where, you know, I've had a couple people who just stayed on it because they weren't really willing to manage their stress and reduce the amount of work they were doing and kind of get things under control. But that's life.
0: It is. Thanks for tuning in today, everyone. We got a busy day ahead of us. We do get on the email list, go watch, get over to stillmanwellness.com, put your email in so you'll get notifications for our webinars that we don't share uh, on YouTube and have yourself a great weekend. Make sure you get outside.